0: Hey there. Thank you so much for checking out this message with us at Believer's Chapel. Our prayer is that you have a genuine experience with God and that you're able to connect with him in a deeper way as a result of listening to this message. Thank you again. God bless you. exciting uh morning plan for you guys uh, a little different today uh today we are going to talk about some of the uh, purposes and visions that we're doing as a church and uh you know for the past few years uh since covid you know we've done a lot in this church to rebuild and to, to uh restructure our eldership our staff and and starting this year 2022 we really felt like okay it's time to uh no more excuses. No more uh, rebuilding, although we'll always be in some kind of rebuilding stage. It is time to, to fulfill the purposes of God that He has on this place. And so we have been pushing forward. and so we want to fill you in on a few things that have been going on. And as you know, uh, last year we was the first year that we ever gave 10% of our income that came to out back out to missions. And both and yeah, you can give, your, give yourselves a high five and a clap for that. I don't know how you give yourselves a high five, but that would be fun to watch. So can anybody, there you go, all right, just a clap, right? All right. So um, this, last year was the first year that we did that. We're on track for this year as well. We um, uh, sponsored both international missions and home missions. And so I want to just bring up a few of those and in the process, also just kind of talk about one of our main purposes, and that is to share Jesus. Is there anything better for us to do than to share Jesus? Is there anything better that we can offer to people than Jesus Christ? No, right? Because Jesus is the best. How many of you just love Jesus this place, right? He's awesome. He's redeemed us. He saved us. He continues to help us. He never leaves us. He continues to forgive us. He's just amazing. And so uh, he wants a personal relationship with us. He, can, he continues to draw us back to himself. Even when we neglect him, even when we run away, he continues just to pull us back. Isn't that awesome? We serve an awesome God. And so... We have the opportunity to really bring Jesus to our community and to the world. And so, um, would you just just check out this video? Where we're gonna I'm gonna introduce our first group that's coming with us today. Check this video out. This is Ash Ashley. Oh Ashley, I forgot you. How to say your last name?
1: Sonata. 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 Yeah.
0: So okay. Ashley Sonata, you can sit right here, closer to me, if you want. Oh. I won't um, hurt you or anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ashley, everybody. How many of you guys know Ashley? <laughs> Formally,
2: <laughs> formerly,
0: formerly. Because the, re- the reason why I don't last, her last name was Rollinson forever. And for those that don't know, her dad and her mom are here with mm-hmm. us today. They're elders in the church. Um, Dave and Pat Rollinson. Uh, can you guys just give it up for them? There, there are pastors here and elders here. And this is uh, their daughter and her husband is here and, uh, we're, and their son. Isn't it awesome? You have a son now. Isn't that cool? <laughs> How old is he?
1: He's two and a half. Two and a
0: half. Is he just awesome or what?
1: Yeah, we're uh, potty training right now. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fun times. Fun times. So for those that don't know, Ashley has been overseeing a, um, a ministry called Light of the World Ballet. How long has that been going on for?
1: Yeah, since 2005. So 2005.
0: Yeah, it's a long
1: time. time. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's awesome. So
0: tell us, tell everybody about it. What is Light of the World Ballet? What is it? What do you guys do, and what are you, what are you up to?
1: Yeah. So we have um, three parts to the ministry. There's a school for um, kids three and older, and um, we have a uh, training program for high school graduates. They come from all over the United States. and then some of our kids, students in the school have grown up and been trainees. And then we have the company, which travels internationally. So, yeah.
0: So um, can anybody be a part of the ballet?
1: Oh, no. Well, you have to, you, well, a part of the school, yes. Um, trainee program requires auditioning. So do you think I
0: could be a part of the ballet oh, yeah. program?
1: <laughs> yeah, we've got <laughs> some great costumes for you <laughs> to wear. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. That's probably not going to happen, but, um, you know. So yeah. tell us about the international. I know you've got a couple of trips planned here Yeah
1: yeah we do um and uh so we are going to honduras and we'll be there for just eight days and we're going to be ministering um with this organization because we when we go places we just want to help what's already going on there um we really take a long time to make sure that we're going somewhere it's going to be effective long term we don't just go and be like hey we're going to dance and then we leave and fill our passport with another stamp so um So Honduras, they have identity missions, it's a foster care program, they put kids in Christian homes, and we're going to involve those kids in the performance itself, and we'll be able to, yeah, um, perform in a few schools, and we do the whole story ballet in the language of the people, so, So, yeah.
0: Do you get to share, uh, through the story, Jesus with everybody in the schools and stuff?
1: Yes, yes, we can. We're, we can be completely open there. So, yeah, sometimes we can't. Um, Like, for example, when we go to India, which is really amazing, you'd be like, why, why go if you can't share Jesus? I mean, our storylines, we don't use uh, words of deity. So afterwards, we can say, this is what this means. But if we can't do that, it's amazing how relationally it builds um, connection that way for churches. We've seen Churches grow, be planted, and that's why we're so blessed to continually partner with the Robinsons, because um, apparently we help things, so we're excited for that. <laughs> that's
0: awesome, yeah. So your dad told me you guys have another trip. Honduras is coming just this week. Uh, you're leaving this week to go to Honduras, and yes. thanks for thanks for being here, by the way. Oh, I know sure, like, no problem. I just got a hold of her, like, earlier this week. I was like, Ashley, mm-hmm. <laughs> so she just, um moved everything around to be able to come here, so thanks for but thanks for doing oh that. no,
1: we really appreciate um, the support of the chapel. I honestly, I'm so grateful, just not just for the support, but the encouragement and um, to keep going with what we're doing. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Well,
0: it's an awesome opportunity to partner uh, our church to partner with Light of the World Ballet because um, when you know when we do that as a church, you guys give and we give to organizations, international missions like Light of the World, like your organization that go and bring Jesus to all over the world. Not all of us can do that, especially be ballet dancers. So uh, most people here, um, how many? we have a few ba- ballet dancers. I know um, my son Ty's really interested. And um, so <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, buddy. But, you know, it's awesome. You're an extension, you know, of the kingdom of God to be able to bring Jesus in a way that, Many of us never will, you know, and it reaches a group of people that we can never reach. But because we're able to give to your organization, it's part of us. It's awesome, isn't that cool? The kingdom of God.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, we're grateful. I mean, because we've been, um, you know, I want to encourage you. You never know how God is going to use your gift, um, and to not uh, limit Him. You know, even locally, we've seen um, students who are coming in. Like we went to a refugee center. We performed a local one here in Syracuse, and. Uh, one of the students, uh, or one of the, our students, was from that refugee center, and now she's a Christian. They're from the Belarus. Um, she's a Christian, and their whole family is in church. And like we, we as a ministry, also want to be a blessing back to the body of Christ, and not just like a separate non-profit for doing our thing. So it means a lot that you do support what we're doing because we want to give back to you all too. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. it's awesome. And if you guys want to get involved, obviously. Uh, keep giving, keep tithing, and, and and we also have another line to give on our missions, uh, on our on our giving pages called missions, and that goes towards organizations like Ashley's. Um, another thing too is you do a couple performances here in this building every year, right? Isn't there two that you usually do?
3: Yes.
1: So yes. if you
0: guys want to come and see Light of the World Ballet, you're able to do that. One's coming up in the beginning of December, I believe. Yes. Next one, yeah. Yes.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, and we've seen even people who you know come to Jesus and. They know this place what it represents so it's so amazing that we can do it in a church we don't go down to um you know the civic center that they're coming into it forces them to come to church some of these unsaved parents or whoever of the students that we minister to also public schools we dance in jails and public schools too here locally i don't know oh, if nice anyone's family. aware of that yeah we've seen jail people who get out of jail and they'll come running up to us later on we'll see them somewhere i don't know in a store and you danced at our place, and I know Jesus, I'm out of jail now, and I'm doing a lot better, so it's amazing, yeah.
0: That's awesome, that's great, well, thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you you so so much much for all that you
0: do, and I'll take that mic from you. Can you guys give it up for Ashley and Light of the World Ballet? (laughs) All right, you can check out this next intro here, and um, and Donna Sims is going to
3: Like many of the people probably watching this, we understand a bit or a lot about trafficking. been working in the field uh, for many years or, or for not that long. But what joins us together is this issue and question of support for children, the needs of children and young people being at the core of what we do and why. When I say that, I recognise that it's quite a common set of words, a lot of people say it. I see in Love 146 an organisation that actually do it and struggle with doing it because it is a struggle to try and meet the needs of really vulnerable trafficked children. This is not just about exploitation, human trafficking, abuse, it's not just about that. It's about our human existence, it's about our response humanity you have to do something and that something can be a little or a lot but you have to do something I know there's many supporters out there who support love 146 you really should know the impact can be phenomenally important in the lives of young people I joined one love 146 because I see that impact and as donors, as supporters, as volunteers, doing huge amounts, or very small amounts, it makes a difference. I'm glad I'm part of it, and I would really like to thank everybody that supports 146 in that way. So yeah, thank you.
4: So...
0: Um, so this one is uh, a, a, a mission that we've supported for quite a, some time here at the chapel. When I was a youth pastor, 20, 20 years ago, I came here, and probably the year three or four, we started supporting Love 146, one of the first youth, one of the first churches to ever support Love 146. And we, um, uh, it's grown. It was just started back then, and Love 146 was founded by a guy who. Uh, went to, I believe it was Thailand or Philippines, and he went underc- with an undercover uh, police officer to see kind of really what was going on. And he saw this, uh, you know, with sex trafficking. And so he went to this this horrible place where they had children for sale. And there's this one girl drugged up. She couldn't have been, I don't know, 10 years old maybe. And her, she had a number on her. It was 146. And um, it just kind of broke his heart, you know, and he, so he started this, this organization called Love 146 that helps uh, end, stop child exploitation and even get those, when they get the kids out, when the FBI or whoever, international, because uh, it's not just overseas now, it's here too. They get them out of this horrible these horrible places and then they have homes to help rebuild them because some of them were sold to these people even by their own parents. Um, and so it's just... <laughs> It's a horrific thing in our world, and I think it's the most horrific thing in the world. And, um, and so we as a church, this is one of our things. We, we support uh, helping chi- and child exploitation uh, through this organization called Love 146. And with me today is Donna, who has the same heart uh, to do anything we can, like this video talked about, to try to help with this. And so, Donna, would you just introduce yourself to everybody and just kind of give just a quick background on on who you are and just why how you got involved in this this
5: sure can i say one quick thing that video was probably two minutes long and in, they say that every 26 seconds a child is exploited in one way or another someplace in the world so in that two minute video you can say at least five children were exploited in some this is a very real real problem the bible says jesus says What we're supposed, our hearts are supposed to break for what breaks his. And this is it. This is one of those things for sure. Um, I am a a therapist and I used to work in an adolescent psychiatric hospital. I worked with teens, I worked with um, smaller children, and here at Upstate, I've worked with kids too. And the things that I saw and how these kids were exploited that brought them to the place where they were at, And it's not, people think it's just girls, it's not just girls, 15% of children that are exploited are boys. It's all over. And it's not just sexual exploitation, but it's work exploitation, bringing them in and making them work, doing things that they wouldn't normally be doing, things that children should not be doing. So this is a cause that really has spoken to me. It has broken my heart and I am, trying to raise awareness and working with love 146 is an amazing organization they work on a three-pronged attempt to do this they work with education they come into a community and they meet with organizations in the community who are already serving children and families they talk with them they find out where the needs and the vulnerabilities are in a community and then they together come up with a program or a strategy that will work for that community because what works in Syracuse isn't necessarily what's gonna work in Buffalo or in Albany or in Dallas. We have, we have our own kind of personality as a city and as an area, it's not just Syracuse, it's Cicero, it's Oswego, it's Central Square, it's Lafayette, it's all over. Our children are vulnerable and especially after COVID, because kids were isolated, and they spent a lot of time on computers, and people thought, well, my kids are safe. They're not out running around. I know where they are. They're in in their bedroom on their computer doing their homework. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. There were a lot of other people who weren't at work who were at home on their computers, too, and some of them, those people were exploiting children, and parents never even knew it. So it's a huge issue, and we need to, as a church, as a community this is an opportunity for us to show god's love it's not just about the, the money of course we're doing this walk this love 146 5k walk
0: i don't think i think we gotta announce that but okay. go ahead why don't you tell well, everybody about the walk
5: well we're we're doing this walk but it's and there's a registration fee which is which is uh, you know a few bucks here but it's not really about the money it's about sharing god's love and showing the community that god's people care and that Jesus cares. And this is us going out and being God's hands and feet and showing the world what, who we are as a community, who we are, we're a part of this community. We're not just a church of people who meet here. We have to go out of here and show that same love.
0: Isn't that awesome? And that's, Isn't Donna awesome and her, just her heart for this? You know, um, she's a great organizer and she is working really hard. We, we, we started uh, on a smaller scale last year Um, And last summer and this summer, uh, actually in September, we're going to be doing this walk again as a church. And this year we're trying to get community involvement. So we have gone out to different businesses and ask for support uh, and and eventually involvement and other churches too. And so eventually this thing through the years to come will continue to grow and blossom because uh, it's something that everybody can get behind, right, in the community and in other churches to like uh, to help stop this thing. And so Donna's been spearheading this thing, and I'm just so grateful for her and for Uh, us to be able to do this so Donna how can people help
5: you can help by first of all praying for us praying for this event that is the most important thing because prayer is powerful that's how we get God we explain to him how much and how important and how much we love people and we want this to impact our community so that you can pray. You can volunteer. We have lots of volunteer opportunities. I would love to have people to come out. We're gonna have a table out there. It's all set up for you to volunteer and there's lots of places. I really need people. It could be something as simple as handing out water. It could be um, being at the registration table. There's lots of things that you can do. You could also sign up and register to walk. And if you walk, there's also a pledge sheet where you can get pledges and get people to actually sponsor you to do this. Like I said, it's about sharing the love of Jesus the money they can use (laughs) so and and ryan mcmahon or mcmahon ryan youth center is also going to be there we're going to have love 146 table there'll be music there'll be food we have law enforcement agencies we have fire trucks for the kids um so there's lots of things to do and this is actually at a park last year we were in the parking lot and we did it was amazing what we what we did there but this year i was told to think big and bodacious goals so a big and bodacious goal is to actually get a park. So we're gonna be at Heritage Park in North Syracuse. It's 322 Chestnut Street and we have this park. So that means other people will be there. Other people will be in that park while we are there. So it's not just us, they are gonna be there and the hope is that we have enough going on and people are there that it's gonna draw them in to see what this is all about. And it gives us another opportunity to share the love of Jesus.
0: Yes, and this is great. Isn't it awesome? So be a part. This is something we're doing. This isn't a Donna event. This is a Believer's Chapel event. And we are doing this as one church. And so um, if you want to be involved in this, you can sign up at the uh, table in the back uh, in the lobby before you leave today. And um, it's in September. What's September?
5: September 17th. Registration opens at 9. The actual walk is from 10 to 12. But we have an amazing website on the chapel site. So they can go to the chapel website, and you can connect right there and register and get all the information you need.
0: Yes. Thank you so much, Donna, for being here and for heading this up. It's this oh. awesome to have you here.
5: It's awesome. Oh, and those shirts are really cool. You register, you get a shirt. You're going to want that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. You. All right. So this next uh, group is I'm going to be represented. So I, I put Case on the spot to come interview me. So uh, <laughs> um, I'm just going to talk about it, and he might um, – Oh, this is gonna be fun. You have to switch places here. You guys could show the. Oh, wait, they have it up there already. It's okay. Five. You're supposed We're to okay, sit where? here. The interviewer oh, has to sit here. Just sit over there. Don't you know anything?
6: Jeez. I don't know anything. This is my first time. <clears throat> hey, Pastor Rich. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? Good, doing good. 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 That's enough from him. Okay. Uh, so, no. Hey, we are uh, constantly talking about our purposes here, right? We talk about uh, experiencing God, knowing God, and sharing God. Obviously. Your uh, inclination is to be somebody who shares God a lot, right? Yeah. That's something you're passionate about, right? I love sharing Jesus. So uh, with this project, you're pretty excited about this, aren't you?
0: I'm very excited because I feel that most of the people in our area last year, beginning of this year, we did 13039 projects. Yes. And it was a digital experience where we got a web page together yep. and shared the gospel through testimonies and yep. just a video. Yep. Um, and now we're rebuilding it. So yes. I have this amazing staff. Yep. Uh, one of their names is uh, Pastor Kason Dietz. And you might know him. Oh, and um,
6: Terrible person.
0: Another um, one is uh, Pastor Joey. That's a he's part of this. Right. And, you know, all the staff is awesome. I'm not going to name them all right now. But they, knowing that how creative they are, I thought, Man, if they put together a web page with some cool videos to present Jesus to people in a different kind of way, because we've tried all kind of things through the years. We've done yep. big events. Yep. We've done uh, like Heaven's Gate's House Flame on the yep. stage. We've done uh, New Year's Eve parties. E parties. Yeah. We've done hell nights. Yep. We've done um, uh, the Syracuse tour at Destiny Mall. We've all tried kind giving of stuff. away everything. Yeah, we've tried to give away <laughs> everything we possibly could to yep. share Jesus with people. Yep. We'd pay people to come and hear about Jesus. I would, you know. Yep. So um whatever it takes to get the gospel out. So we thought, uh, what better way than to use social media and right. internet and digital stuff? Nobody's really doing it, you know, right. like sharing just the gospel to people. So how can we infiltrate the community? And so we right. did, We started one project last year, but then we did that, and it's like, all right, we got to go bigger. And right. so we turn it into reach 315 yep. and now we're going to reach area code 315.
6: Yeah, so uh, for for those of you who are kind of wondering, okay, what does that actually look like, right? So reach 315 is going to be its own website and hopefully what is going to happen through this is we are going to drive people to a place where they um, where they get a gospel presentation right in front of their face, right on their device, right on, on their computer, whatever it is that they're that they're interacting with the digital world on. And we're going to create next steps, next steps for them to not just see a presentation and think, oh, uh, I want to, you know, what, maybe I'll do that. Or maybe I'll decide to do that later. Or I have questions. I don't know what to do next. Um, we're creating a platform where people can get connected with a church. So uh, long-term goals, we want to have this far-reaching through this whole area. That's why we call it Reach 315. We want to reach this entire city. Um, and we want pe- to get people plugged into churches because church is such an integral part of a believer's life. Um, and there they can get their questions answered. And there they can, they can find community. And there they can really make an impactful decision for Christ that will change their life.
0: Right? Yes, that's it. There you go. That's well Boom. Yep. And, you know, the, the, goal, the whole goal of Reach, uh, Reach 315 now is just to get the gospel out to people, right? And if people come as a byproduct of it, they, people need to be a part of church because it helps them grow, it helps them keep accountable, it helps them uh, to be safer, you know, in different ways of living for God. But our goal with Reach 315 is get the gospel to people. Let them hear it because, as we know, more people in this community have never heard about the gospel of Jesus Christ than that have. And so right. um, it's up to us to, to preach. How will anybody know if nobody preaches to them?
6: That's, that is correct. So uh, as a part of that initiative, we're also, for those of you who don't live in the digital space, that's not the only thing that Reach 315 is going to be doing. We're also going to be sending uh, mailers to people's houses. So there are people who don't interact with with the digital world. They don't interact with social media or what they do is very limited. So we want them to have an opportunity to make a decision for Christ as well. So we're going to send something. We're going to target specific areas at first. And then we're going to be uh, mailing out um, postcards that are going to have a gospel presentation on them. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Kason. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last but definitely not least, we have one more group that's coming in. And so check out this, these videos. nice video thank you <laughs> uh, it's so good they almost started it over they liked it so for those of you that don't know these this is pastor faniel Prasanna and their son timothy you heard their debut on our worship team just a minute ago and um they uh have been with us for quite some time and our pastors through this church and elders now as well and um how long do we want to give a little history here before we talk about what's going on in india but uh, talk just, uh, Prasanna, yeah, about the history and how you came to a, a relationship with Believer's Chapel because it was long before I was a pastor.
2: Um, my relationship with the chapel starts way back in 1995 when I came as an international student to Syracuse University. I'm so thankful to God that he brought me to Believer's Chapel. I was looking for a church, and the first week when I was in the U.S., God guided me. To the chapel. We were in the small sanctuary at that time. Um, Some of you were not yet born. Some of you may be in Sunday school (laughs) at that time. But I thank God that uh, at that time, Pastor Paul Wagner and Polly, our founding pastors, were there. I was blessed by the worship. I was blessed by the word of God. continued to come for all my five years in the U.S. at that time. 95 to 2000 when I got my doctorate in special education and went back home and uh, so the relationship with the chapel starts at 95 it's 27 years and we thank God that the relationship has continued for all these years so after I went back home in 2000 we were still in relationship with the chapel in uh, 2012 Uh, I think a little story before that in in 2001 Pastor Paul Wagner and Polly Wagner came to India and got us married. And when he was there, he walked the streets of Chennai and he prayed that there would be a Believer's Chapel in Chennai. And God answered that prayer in 2012 when Believer's Chapel was planted in 2012 in, in Chennai. And here we are 10 years later. God has blessed the church. God has blessed the st- school. Glory be to God.
0: Isn't that awesome? So uh, Prasanna was a student at SU and then came and found this church and pastor, came close to Pastor Paul, our founding pastor, and and then married them in India, yeah. in Chennai, and then um, prophesied over a church. And then you guys answered that call not long after that, 2012. Yeah. That's amazing. Just a, a quick summary, right, of how, how God works and uses people from... All around the world, even through this church, isn't that cool? And so we have partnered with them since 2012, um, to help them with the church in uh, India. Fanny O and I meet every other week, uh, about every other week, and just uh, on Zoom, not in person, um, <laughs> in Chennai, and so uh, and just talk about you know pastoral stuff and how what what's the uh, you know what's going on, what what are some things. So why don't you share some of the things that are going on now? It's been 10 years. And uh, yes, yeah, Fanny, you want to share just kind of where you are as a church now and uh, what's, what's going on?
4: The church now has uh, doubled and tripled since 2012. As we started in 2012, I was working as a professor in a university. And I resigned my job and came into full-time ministry. And planting a church in such a country where there is opposition and persecution is difficult, but... God always does miracles in the midst of opposition and persecution. And God has blessed the church today. Uh, we outgrew the present place. Uh, the place is not sufficient. And we have moved to a and court, uh, a closed and court where the church is going on. And God has blessed us with good believers good leaders in the church, and uh, in our absence for three weeks, God is growing up leaders there, and uh, God has enabled them to minister in God-given gifts and various capacities there. It's it's one thing to uh, lead and be a pastor, but it's another thing to plant a church from nothing. It's so... And it's, it's possible only by the grace of God and the call of God on our lives. And we are so thankful to Believer's Chapel right from 2012. They were behind us. They were above us, below us, all through us, uh, helping us, uh, counseling us, giving us guidance. We're so thankful to Pastor Rich and uh, the staff and all the believers of Believer's Chapel Cicero.
0: Amen. Well, we're thankful for you and thankful that we can team up. Uh, many people here uh, have been to Chennai on uh, mission trips uh, to help support the church as well. And so that's something that we're looking forward to doing in the near future as well. Um, but this year, they got to come here again, first time in a few years. And last time you came, you went to a conference while you are here and, and started an internship yep. uh, in Chennai to raise up more pastors, more leaders. And that, that's that been going pretty well too, which is really, really yeah, cool.
4: Yeah, last time when we came, uh, We started a a small Bible college known as Bible Training Center for Pastors and Leaders. And now we have 12 interns there who have been studying from since then. They need to do 520 hours. Uh, They have to come to the church. So every Sunday evening, we have uh, three hours of classes. And now uh, they are all serving the Lord in our absence there in God-given capacities with God's grace.
0: It's really cool, all right? So, um, one more thing. You know, you you started this a few years ago. This uh, training center for pastors. And one of the things that we're looking forward to doing. Uh, you know, uh, many of you know, Ennis uh, is from Sri Lanka. He's one of our elders here, and he's helped start. We've through a pastor, Pastor Rojan, uh, have started uh, multiple churches in Sri Lanka since COVID. Uh, I don't know if you guys. <laughs> so much going on, uh, and we were just highlighting four of the many, probably twenty different international and local missions that we support and an, uh, another thing that we're supporting is some of these churches in sri lanka and Ch- sri lanka is in the middle of, kind of like a civil war th- going on there right now but the churches um have great need and and are able to reach so many people and so pastor rojan has not just one church but now has started probably three or four churches since covid and now and then in china which is not is a little further away but um from india um, but not too far from tonight is Tony and her husband that's from this church that are pastors, missionaries there now. So one of our th- hopes is to have a center in possibly Chennai or nearby there and have these pastors come there so that we can impart into those pastors and have a retreat for them to get refreshed, to get impart into uh, and just glean from one another. And so we're looking to do that in the, in the near future. And so including Tony and her husband and um, the pastors and Sri Lanka, along with uh, Faniel Fasana, Timothy, and their, yes. their interns. And um, so it's, it's, it's pretty exciting, right? All this stuff. And just that's what, how God is using the um, chapel to share Jesus, even not just locally here in this service and what we do on a regular basis, but throughout the world. Isn't that cool? That we get to be a part of that? Yeah. So thank you guys for being here. Um, I'm going to ask Faniel to share. Uh, from the word of God. He's got a five-minute um, word of encouragement uh, for us today, and I thought it'd be special for us to hear what God, how, um, God speak to us through our pastor in India. So, thanks for being here. I got a stool. I got a stand for you, if you
4: How many of you are excited this morning? (laughs) Amen. Praise the Lord. What a great joy for us to be here traveling about three planes to come to the United States, a four-hour flight, a a 14-and-a-half-hour flight, and uh, uh, an hour flight to Syracuse. But God brought us safely, and we are enjoying our stay here. And it's a joy to be with you. Thank Pastor Rich and his family and all the church of Believer's Chapel Cicero for their kindness and grace to bring us here. Amen. Let me share a passage from the scripture very quickly this morning. What God has laid in my heart when I was praying for our church. Exodus chapter 17. I'm going to read three verses. Verse 8, verse 9, and verse 10. Exodus chapter 17, verse 8, verse 9, and verse 10. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose out men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him, and fought with Amalek, and Moses, and Aaron, and Hur, went up to the top of the hill. This is the first battle that the Israelites were fighting after they came out of Egypt. The Israelites do not know. They did not face any battle. They did not know what is a battle in life. We find here... Four people in these three verses that I read, Moses, his brother Aaron, hor that's what I pronounce, H-U-R, and number four is Joshua. We find Joshua is on the plains fighting with an enemy, Amalek, and we find these three men, Moses, Aaron, and Hor, on the top of the hill. This picture just flashed into my mind when I came and sat here last Sunday. God allows sometimes battles in our lives to balance our blessings and give us a perspective and a purpose. I could find a church on the hill here. Moses, Aaron, and her represent the kingdom or the church of God. If I could put it, Believers Chapel Cicero, Believers Chapel Chennai. And there on the field is Joshua fighting with an enemy. Missions. It may be Believers Chapel Chennai, it may be Light of the World Ballet, Love 146. All the mission teams that go out, they fight with an enemy. We know that we all have a common enemy, that's the devil, who prevents people from knowing the name of Jesus. Joshua's, the name Joshua means Jehovah is salvation. Joshua's are fighting on the battlefield around the world here for the name of Jesus. The word Amalek means godless or profane. We always fight with enemies who are godless, who are profane, the devil. It may be COVID, it may be anything. But right on the top of the hill is the church Moses, Aaron, and her supporting Joshua. I don't think Joshua would win the battle by his military capabilities unless. The church is supporting from the top of the hill. Amen. Let me bring people three thoughts. Just three thoughts and finish. Moses, Aaron, and Hur, they stand for three things. Number one, a helping ministry. Number two, a holding fast ministry. And number three, an honoring ministry. Moses went up to the top of the hill and we read in the other verses as long as Moses lifted up his hands with the rod of God in his hand Joshua prevailed when he put down his hands Joshua was facing towards defeat. As long as the church supports missions, as long as the church is behind people who are battling with the devil, Jesus is going to have victory. Amen? The church is always helping in various ways. Joshua was in the plains, all these three men of God were, and the top of the hill. They were helping... A helping ministry, not near, but from a distant. We are so far away. India is too far away. Mission teams are coming, traveling to a distant. And here, Believer's Chapel Cicero and the church is helping that that Joshua, when they preach the name of Jesus and battle, that they will have victory. It's not only a helping ministry. It's a holding ministry. For some time he was holding up his hand. You know physically hand starts. paining. right. We cannot lift up our hands. All over you know. In gym they say. Lift up your hands. We lift up your hands. It pains. It was paining for Moses. So he started dropping his hand. And we should know that. The enemy is always cunning and wise to attack us when we are weak. He knows our strengths and our weakness. And when Moses was not able to hold the rod of God and raise up his hands, there was Aaron and her supporting him, holding up his hands. It's not only a helping ministry, but they were holding up the hands of Moses how long they were supporting him, how long they were holding up the hands of Moses, until the victory is won. We have to stand in the ministry until the name of Jesus is being heard by everyone. Amen? We cannot back up and say, I am tired, I am sick. We have to Give a support and a hold to the the hands of Moses, the church, the kingdom of God, so that the gospel and the Lord Jesus, his name is known through Joshua's, the mission teams who go around the world when the gospel is preached. And finally, they were holding up their hands. Joshua won the victory. Amalek faced defeat. Godlessness Defeated before the name of Jesus. And I believe that no power, no name can stand before the name of Jesus anywhere in the world. Amen. Praise the Lord. Every knee should bow. Every tongue should confess that Jesus is the Lord of Lords. Moses, after he won the victory, he came down and he honored the Lord. It was not only a helping ministry. It was not only a holding ministry. Until the battle is won. They honored God. He built an altar and, and named the altar as Jehovah Nissi. The Lord is my banner. All glory goes to the Lord Jesus Christ. God blessed Moses, Aaron and her, and Joshua. But God took the glory. We receive God's blessings but we give the glory to God. Because he does not give his glory to anybody. Glory to the name of Jesus this morning. And I pray that all you are, all of you who are here praying and interceding for churches around the world. All of you who are here interceding with Moses, the church. Maybe Pastor Rich, the senior pastor as Moses. When he becomes tired and weary, it's the church, it's Aaron, it's who who has to come and lift up and hold it fast so that ministry and the purpose of the kingdom of God and the church still goes on. God bless you. God be with you.
0: Awesome. Well, I hope you guys are blessed to see just what God some just a few things of what God is doing through you, through this church, and He's going to continue to move, continue to move, continue to move. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna ask Bernie and the team to come. We're gonna close in worship. As they as they do come, uh, I just want to take a second to uh, a few minutes just to pray, and um, we are. And by the way, we are gonna pray after um service today uh if anybody wants to join us here um we're gonna play for fanny and prasana as they go back this week to india uh, but we, we decided to do that after service and uh, take some time with that so if you want st- uh, uh, to uh probably start maybe 10 15 minutes after we end here uh you're welcome to stay but um we didn't for time's sake we wanted to take uh do that then so um would you just bow your heads and close your eyes i want to just take a t- moment here to pray God, we just thank you so much for what you're doing in and through this body, through this church. God, I thank you for the Aaron's and the Hers and the Joshua's. God, in this place, that that are supporting this place—some financially and by giving of their resources, some by encouragement and words of exhortation, and filling in in different ministries and being faithful, God, to what you've called them to do here. God, there's others here that that are out on the battlefield and and witnessing and being involved in different ministries to bring the good news. Uh, to people of God, and we're just so grateful, both here locally and internationally, as we see. And God, we just pray that you continue to breathe through this place. God, what a privilege it is for you to use us, Believers Chapel, God, to reach Cicero, Syracuse area 315, God, and Honduras through Light of the World, through to reach Chennai and China and India, um, uh, and uh, Sri Lanka. God, we're so grateful. God, for your hand upon us to do these things. God, I pray that you continue to give us supernatural strength. God, that you give us um, supernatural resources. God, to be able to fund all the things that you want to do to reach people. We're grateful, God, for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I want to encourage you to be a part. If you're not already, uh, continue to pray for all these different missions. If you're not already, continue to give both through your tithes and offerings. You can do that online. Uh, If you're not already, get involved and be a Joshua or Aaron and her. Hold up, support, and uh, just get involved because there's something for you to do. And thank you, Pastor Faniel, for that word today. Come on, would you stand up to your feet? We're going to worship Jesus one more time.
2: Thank you again for checking
0: out this message. If you would like help taking your first steps on your faith journey, You
6: can text the number 315-444-2100 and
0: include the word Jesus in your text. We're going to follow up with you and help you get started. God bless you and thank you again.